Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Search Cast, Season Three, Episode Nine, presented by Primax Hockey and DraftKings, and we are a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm tired. I'm really high. No, um, I just woke up a solid 40 minutes ago. So you guys are lucky I like you. Yeah. Um, to record an episode this early. <laughs> yeah, for those wondering, yeah, we had an eight o'clock start time starting around 8 30 because you know we gotta do a lot of prep work before 8 30 for you people on the east coast. It's a solid well, 6 30 yes. right now. Yeah, I, and you suggested eight o'clock, so I mean that's kind of just know. because I have things to do today, and you inconveniently are out of town, so you couldn't record this weekend. So hey, hey it's not my fault. I get to go see the uh, North Carolina Courage for my first know, ever NWSL game. So yeah, <laughs> big shout out to them. I'm really excited to go see that, and I might be meeting some uh, very cool uh, friends of the show. I might be meeting the Warrens, or at least hey. possibly Alex. So yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta get some stuff from the yard sale. So I mean, you know, I, yeah, I got you, you kind of gotta. Yeah, I mean, I got a really nice used slave and stick and hat coming my way. So you know, nice. Oh, probably be the probably, probably be the coolest thing in my entire collection for the fact that that stick was only a hundred dollars. I'm not upset. So Mm-mm. no, no you, not at all. Game used or practice used, I don't care either way. It's a used stick by Slavin, so mm-hmm. not upset. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, Kat is once again for the second week <laughs> out of town, hanging out at the lake, whatever, Kat, I guess you're too good for us, even though we just switched networks and <laughs> missed the next two shows, but it's, it's fine. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> We're just whatever to her apparently now. <laughs> no, she, she's having yeah. a blast with friends. So we, no, I mean, we wish her the best. Yeah, I mean, I think this is like kind of like the year where it's like a lot of the vacation time is like right now. So it makes sense. It is what because we because we didn't have to do this last year because it was just us. So having a third co-host and all that and doing more, <laughs> more scheduling. Yep. So speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of scheduling, so we are very excited, though, because we do have a guest announcement coming Sunday for next week's show. But then the following week, we have another guest. And I'm really excited for our guest for September 6th. That one is going to be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So. You guys will know sometime next week about who our guest will be for the week of first full week of September. But yeah, no, that'll be I'm very excited about that one, actually. Yeah, I'm excited for both of our guests we got coming up. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, too, is we got hockey's we got hockey next month, training camp and all that good stuff. But most importantly, too, the prospects have another showcase. So. Yeah, yeah, it's just not with us this year. <laughs> no, no, not with us this like we did last year though. That was fun just being able to do that. The fact we got to watch the games if you had a chance to do so. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Hurricanes are going to be in the rookie showcase, but this time it's going to be in Florida. So the Panthers are hosting this time. Um, I know it came out earlier this month, but we never really got to it because I had to take a week off or having to take care of things behind the scenes. Then we had our recent draft. And stuff like that. So we're mm-hmm. kind of like catching up on some things that we kind of maybe slipped through the cracks. We kind of wanted to circle back on and take care of. Right. Um, so for the showcase, so the first games are actually going to be on Friday, September 15th. So 4 p.m. it's Nashville against Tampa. But then the 7 o'clock game is uh, the Florida Panthers against your Carolina Hurricanes. So we get the host first game Friday night. 
Um, I don't know if they're going to stream it. I'm hoping they do, but I'm not 100% because it is going to be at the Hertz Arena in Estero, Florida for the 20. That's the official 2023 Southeast Rookie Showcase. They didn't um, record our showcase or stream our showcase, though, did they? Uh, the Kings did last year, yeah. Did they? I, okay. Yeah, because because I know I remember watching some of the games where we watched Coglin absolutely just go off. In the and I think they streamed some of it. I don't know about all of it, but I know they streamed some of the games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I would think, be cool then. Now I'm second guessing myself. Like, did we? Well, I thought I did last year. Because I I know some of the preseason games were streamed. I don't know. I don't remember about the rookie showcase though. I don't know. If anyone knows, let us know. Because I can. I can. I can't remember. (laughs) Second guessing. It's been eighty-four years. I don't know. Um, and then Saturday, three p.m., the Hurricanes will face Tampa Bay Lightning, and then Florida and Nashville at six p.m. Uh, and then Sunday, September seventeenth, it is a practice day, no games. And then Monday, <laughs> ten a.m., Preds against the Hurricanes, and then one p.m., Lightning against the Pan- against Florida. So, good morning. Here's some hockey. <laughs> hey, hey, on a Monday morning, if you're somehow off from work and you want some breakfast with your hockey, there you go. <laughs> Who says you can't have brunch and watch hockey at the same time? So, I mean, why not, right? The Hurricanes make it happen all the time with their 11 o'clock games. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine, imagine trying to be a Kaniac in Hawaii and you're like six hours behind. Like, you're watching her. You're, you're watching Hurricanes games at like one in the afternoon. Well, I mean, it's not a bad thing because there's really no Canes after dark. Because by the time even West Coast games, you're still three hours behind. So really, you're watching like four and you're done by like seven. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, That's been a blessing and a curse this past year is having games at five o'clock. And then when the West Coast games happen, they started a decent hour. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately for us East Coasters where the games start like 10. Suckers. And, you're, and you're like, do I want to stay up until like one in the morning? And possibly absolutely you do the next absolutely you do if you if, can do it my... for the uh freak overtime game that happened during playoffs you can do it for the regular season yeah. So. um yeah yeah so i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's like if i didn't have to like drive the next day for my job like for a good 10 12 hours i would but yeah, that's true. It depends, but either this way, this is though, why coffee. Man, you ain't joking, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it'll be very interesting. I'm curious to see how how the prospects do. I know I'm I'm excited to see what happens with that. Um, I know we're probably right before, so like that September sixth episode. I think we're definitely gonna lean into some of the because I'm I'm assuming we're all gonna see what the prospect roster is gonna look like and talk about that too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure out how that goes. Um, so for some Canes news, you know, outside of you know the other side of the showcase, uh, the Hurricanes did sign a defenseman, Nathan uh, Bellew. Um, it is a professional tryout. So from what we've seen, from what Walt said, it's just because of the fact we get that split game during the preseason. So I think that it's more so like they're not really. I don't know if they're going to keep him. I think it's just more so having an extra body for the for this for the split schedule, which makes sense because you need. You know, I just need... thought it was funny. Walt's tweet. He was like, "Before this, the Canes only had like twelve or thirteen defensemen, and we were like, only, <laughs> only." 
Only 12 or 13 defensemen. That's, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice going, Walt. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was very interesting. Like, everyone's like, ah, oh, no, no, no. It's like, it's like someone, like, like collected defensemen, like, you know, um, Infinity Stones. And I'm like, it's... Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's just making sure we got enough defense because you don't want to play all your starters in a split series, you know, split games and everything else. It's it's just to fill up roster spots for yep. the preseason. That's all it really is. I I don't think this guy's going to make the main roster. If he does stay, it's probably going to be a. I just feel bad for anybody lower down in the system though, too, because yeah. they they are not in an enviable situation. No, especially with the fact of the AHL situation and having to go back to Europe and playing in the Well, not just having to go back to Europe. I mean, there's pros and cons depending on where you're from, being able to be closer to family, things like that. But those people who are being shuffled around AHL teams on loans. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really curious. So that we had Colin on last show. He was saying like, there's already some deals in place. I'm. I'm curious to see who the other teams are that we're kind of having to share with. So I don't know. I'm. I'm really curious to see what goes on after next season in terms of are they what's the AHL going to do with Chicago and what are the Kings going to do in terms of having a farm system. I mean, because the, the only team they really have in their system is Norfolk, and that's ECHL, and you're not going to send all your good guys down to the down to the coast. That's a stupid good ECHL team. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah you, see, yeah. you see Norfolk just absolutely stacked with all of our with all of our prospects. You're like, oh, this team's just kind of, yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting how that's going to work out. But yeah, so Nathan Bullio, it's just a it's a body for preseason. Just make sure they got enough roster spots because you're because you're essentially splitting the whole team up, and so yep. it, it's not a oh this guy's going to try to make a roster spot. I don't think he's making a roster spot. Yeah, it's just I it's mean, just a body. Yeah. Um, so Brendan Lemieux officially got a number for the Hurricanes. I know a lot of people are not. I know a lot of people were kind of sad about it because like how because some people were like how dare you stand where he stood, basically talking about Mac. Brent uh, mm-hmm. Lemieux is going to wear twenty eight for the Hurricanes. So double Mac. Yeah, well, because we talked about it on the, on the Central show last night that me and Bailey were a part of for um, Hockey Podcast Network, and they were talking about the Blues for a little bit, and I kind of mentioned like, "Hey, Mac is good. He was good for us when we used him." So the Blues did kind of get a good steal out of this guy. So. Got, got to show Mac a little we, love on the central previews. So. We also have a tendency to make people look very good before sending them off to systems where they're not going to thrive. I hope that's not the case with Mac, but we saw that with Nadelkovich. Yeah. Um, I, I mostly just felt bad for Mac because like, I thought we could have kept him and done something with it. But I mean, how much St. Louis is going to pay him? Can't blame him. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think. He's with... going to get ice time. Yeah, that's just the big thing because of how deep our lines are as it is. Yeah. It's, um, I don't think there's a spot for him, yeah, unfortunately, because yeah, we're, we're already struggling to make jury fit in in yeah, some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and that's kind of like that's the thing. It's not like it's not like the Hurricanes didn't want to keep him. It's just like he kind of saw the writing in the wall. It's like, okay, do I want to keep fighting for a roster spot here or do I go to St. Louis, sign a bigger payday? 
and get ice time because you know he's gonna get ice time. And oh, absolutely. So it only it only makes sense. I can't blame him. I mean, you know, you gotta do his best. Like we see, Paul Rosky did the same mm-hmm. thing. Left Chicago, yeah. went, went over to Coachella Valley, and did yep. all of that. So I mean, dude's been going off with the Firebirds as well. So props, props to him. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know why Seattle's still waiting to bring him up. Like, throw him in the throw him in the NHL roster. I think he's gonna do phenomenal for those guys. For, at least on a fourth line, get that man some Something. NHL ice time. Find him because it man can keep up. He's too good for the A. I'm sorry, he's just way too good for the A. He like it's he's the epitome of one of those guys that it's like he he need, he just needs. That I just shot. imagine imagine Andrew here foaming in the mouth us talking about. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> Wish, by the way, happy birthday to Andrew Rinaldi. It is his birthday. Yeah, gotta, happy birthday, give, big man. Gotta give a big shout out to our boy, uh, you know, friend of the pod. Been on a few times, so. He's coming Hopefully. out uh, Kane's Abs weekend out mm-hmm. here. Um, he'll be out here showing me some stuff oh, with so the yeah. Eagles, which would be really cool. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so Andrew, happy birthday. Hope it's a good one, obviously, because you deserve it buddy yeah if everyone knows andrew you know he's gonna have a good time today especially if he gets on the golf course oh yeah oh god oh yes drink um, you to your heart's content my man yeah for sure <laughs> uh so uh the hurricanes did practice uh yesterday the visit and big shout out to Corey lavillet for actually dropping like the the guys who were there um essentially the, the boys are back in town which is, you know, it's great to see. You love to see them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so goalie, Rata was the only goalie there on the ice. at a Father visit. Finn has returned. With the most sickest goalie gear I've ever seen. Like, those pads Absolutely. are phenomenal. Those pads are sick, man. They are pretty nice. Um, and then for defense, you've got Slavin, Burns, Orlov, and Chatty. You love to see it. You know, four of our starting six are already, are already back in town, so... Mm-hmm. It's cool to see that the first the first pairings there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, Slavin and Burns. It's a it's a guarantee at this point, like, right? Come on. I or, I just want to kind of talk about Svetch for a sec too, and saying so. Yeah. A few of the media um, kind of mentioned like, yeah, he's any yellow, no contact. Cool, mm-hmm. great. Let that happen for as long as it needs to. We've already gotten confirmation that he should be ready to return by the beginning of the season, which props to him for putting yeah. in all that work for recovery because that is not easy to make happen with no, an ACL sure. it, 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 recovery I'm, I'm hoping if he's if he's not 100 i would say don't play him but if don't he play but you know how he's gonna be it's it's fetch so yeah, yeah. so the yeah. the thing that i want to point out though too is though he is in a yellow no contact he doesn't seem to be skating badly like yeah. apparently he it like he looks fine. He looks to be skating with a lot of fluidity, doesn't look to be in any pain, doesn't look to be uh kind of compensating anywhere, um, which is really, really nice to hear. Yeah. Um because yeah. that's that's really gonna I honestly if I'm management, if I'm rod and coaching staff, I don't start him on the third line or on the first line. Because you know that first line is going to be super intense. Um, You you find a way to get that man a little less ice time. You find a way to make sure his first few games are like fine. He's not like getting like he he's getting the rest that he needs during the game as well. 
Oh, yeah. No, and Rod's even said in the past, too, it's like, and when they were talking about bringing Tavo back, he's like, I'm not going to bring guys back to the lineup to hide them. If they're going to play, they're going to play. Absolutely, so, and I totally agree with that. But at the same time, you know, Rod yeah. has his, you know, he's, he's, he's these players his... are playing more and getting more ice time than the others. These guys are going more intensely. You know, Stetch is going to come back, want to body people like he did before he left. You know, he's going to want to be a pest. You know, he's going to want to be a gritty goal scorer. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also like there's playing and then there's playing at 100 percent. Yeah, I hope I hope Stetch is ready for that 100 percent when he returns. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, and Alex Ahari put out a roster last night that I kind of agreed with and that we've all kind of talked about it. Svetch on that second line with KK and Nietzsche's, it makes sense. I think that should say exactly where it is. Yeah, that's a great second line. Because you look at the first line, it's Bunting, Ajo, Jarvis. Who says cool. no? Buy yeah. by me. Keep yeah. it. Yeah, so I mean, and the, and the rest of the roster just made sense. And Yeah. You know, we're foreshadowed. We don't know what's going to happen. Rock could do a whole different this thing. This is purely right? speculation at this point. We have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, then talking about, you know, you talk about Svech, the Fords that were there, Warstall, Svech, Lemieux, and Ponomarev. Ponomarev was an interesting... Ponomarev. Yeah, I seen Pono up there. I'm like, okay. Okay, I could see it. So I'm, I'm really nice. curious to see how that works out. But um, it's very interesting to see who is actually back and all that, too. So I kind of like that. And then, you know, keep on the Svech conversation. Uh, the NHL put out last night. You know which twenty-three and under wingers will have the best. Will be, will be the best in three seasons, and these are the guys that they kind of mentioned. And there was also that other category of like, oh, who's this? Who could potentially be good to in, over the next three years? So they had um, Slavkovsky, Matias Maselli, Lucas Raymond, Matt Boldy, Cole Caulfield, Brady Kachuk, and one Mister Andre Smechnikov. And they're like, who do you think will have the best? <clears throat> and I quote tweeted with you know a, a video of. Jordan Martin, you know, screaming Mr. Svechnikov because I'm so I'm so ready for those because the mm-hmm. whole back half of the season in the playoffs, I missed the Mr. Svechnikov yell. So of course you, you I'm like, this is the only correct answer, and it's Andre. Like I like yes. Cole Caulfield, Slokowski, we'll see. I mean, Brady Kachuk's Brady Kachuk, Lucas Raymond, there's we still have to see, but if you're looking at like these guys, I don't know how you I don't know how you pick anyone other than Andrei Svechnikov mm-hmm. for having, for being the best over the next three seasons. I need to find that graphic. Can you send that to me? Actually? Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to look at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a very interesting list. So, I mean, Slokosti just came off like his rookie season and he did okay. We'll have to see. And then, I mean, cool Caulfield, he'll, he scores goals. He did kind of struggle until he got Marty St. Louis. I'm curious to see what he does. And it's, let's be honest, it's also Montreal because we talked about it last night on the Central show. Montreal kind of like ruined Jaren a little bit. So we're kind of see if he can pick it up. And because everyone's talking about like, oh, how KK was a bust, but he was really not. It's just Montreal can't develop well. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one worry that I have with Slavkovsky. Yeah, um, as he is, we we've seen what happens to players that come out of the Montreal system, and we we talked about this a little bit in the show that we were on last night with THPN, 
and saying it like there we we saw what happened with Kokaniemi when he came over like he seems a lot more comfortable a lot more confident in his play than he was with Montreal um we see players like yeah, I'll bring up Colorado again players um like Artari Lekkanen who have since gone off since his time away from Montreal. He's thriving yeah. in the ab system. Right, yeah, that's, that's, thriving here. Yeah, that's one that everyone forgets about. You know, they just talked about it. It's it's I don't know. That's 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 uh, that's so tough. It's it, they they need that's something they really really need to fix is their development system because I I am really scared for Slavkovsky's development. Uh, yeah. further because i i i saw how much potential that kid has and i don't think that turns into what montreal is hoping it turns into when yeah. all is said and done like that that's something that you almost look at as a first round or like a first overall bust right potentially yeah. Yeah, and that that yeah, uh, that and his 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 injury bucket ain't looking too hot either. So that that's a little yeah. bit of a worry going down the line as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because like I said, like nothing against him, nothing against like uh, Cole Caulfield's good. He's a good player. They got I mean, the uh, the Habs do have good players. It's just they've struggled over the last few years to put it together. You know, could they say they have the best seasons? I'm not sure. Because I mean, Matt Boldy, yeah, I mean. It, if Minnesota wasn't so boring, because we talked about it last night on the show, it's <laughs> it's one of those things. Is outside of Kaprizov and Boldy and Zuccarella, maybe it's like they, they lost a lot of guys last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to be. Brady Kachuk, I mean Brady's good. You know the Sens are getting better over time. So I'm curious to see how that works out. Lucas Raymond, the same thing. Detroit's getting better slowly. They brought in a lot of guys this year, so I'm really curious to see what the Wings do this year. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see. We were kind of talking about it too, is JT Comper being in that system now too, which is a steal, good for him. Um, uh, even Ghost, you know, props Ghost to him. being over there too. Yeah, get, get the bag. I I'll, I wish we could have kept him, but I mean, that would have been wonderful. Oh gosh, that I I'm really I put him on my all time Hurricanes list for a reason. So yeah, I I'm really curious to see what would have happened if they kept Ghost and see if if they would have made it, if the Canes would have made any other moves. This You're looking season. for an offensive defenseman that's going to help you on the power play. You had him in Ghost. <laughs> you had him in Ghost. But I mean, and we're not trying. I'm not. I'm not trying to homer this like this discussion. But Andre Svechnikov, I'm like. All-star last year, he was on pace to lead the team in points by a huge margin. Like, how can you not pick Andre to be probably one of the best the best 23 and under winger of the next three yeah. seasons? Like I, said, mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to homer it, but it's like you look at this list, there's a couple guys that can make a case, but how can you pick anyone over Andre? That's my whole question. You don't. That's yeah. the answer. You don't. Yeah, so I don't know. It, <laughs> it's just one of those things for me. It's we're like, where do you really, where do you really go with that? You know? So I don't know. Right. Um, we got to talk about it real quick before we go into another discussion. Cause you know, someone brought this up to us that we definitely want to talk about. And of course we got asked the search questions um, and stuff like that. We do have to bring this up. I really don't want to, but 
congrats to Colin for yeah. winning. Yeah, so the all-time <laughs> Kings roster poll was put up Tuesday. We ran it through yesterday afternoon. Uh, after 69 votes. Nice. nice. Um, <laughs> Colin did win with 43%. Uh, Bailey, you came in at 25. You had a kind of an early lead right off the rip, and then well, um, that was partially because I voted for myself too. But <laughs> <laughs> people well, also there were like five or six votes by the time people started actually like looking at Colin's roster and being like, Oh, this is better, which I don't agree with, but <laughs> I, I'm personally <laughs> I'm personally, you know, I like my roster, but it's, there was a lot there was a lot of people that were kind of like, I don't know, some of these other rosters were pretty solid because I think Joel's voted for catfish. I think Alex voted for you and I think I forget who else. Like there was a few people that were just like I got I Alex know. and Moose's vote. Yeah. And I think I got uh Tease. He he was like, Yeah, I picked you. I'm like, well, I appreciate it. Um yeah, me and Catfish both finished with sixteen percent. I I wish Twitter would actually give you the actual like vote, like the actual numbers of votes per person instead of just total votes. I want to see what, what the actual like n- number was beside the outside. Like the percentage is great, but I want to see what the actual number was too. Yeah, like, I I'm not math savvy enough to figure that out. I'm not I'm not because that 69 votes and like one of them got 43. So it's just I it's could very, probably go through and figure it out, but nah, I, I ain't about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it was just very interesting. Look, because you look at how the lines were set up, and you look at the scratches. It is what I mean. Like I said, congrats to Colin. Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My whole thing is you look because you look at the roster. Which, hold on, before we before we get into this, props to Kane Stat Brand for doing what he did for the oh, rosters was, as well. That was, fan, that was fantastic. That yeah. was wonderful. That was really, yeah, you know, because, uh, yeah, for the fact that he actually named the teams too, which were so great because the Carolina Collins. And then just like, because he actually went through, did all the rosters for the Colorado Baileys to the Raleigh Durham Catfish and then the Raleigh Wolf Zach, which is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then doing the overalls too, because Bailey, you came out with an 85 offense, 90 defense, and 86 goaltending. Pretty solid for the overalls. And then Colin came in with a 95 offense, 89 defense, and 88 goaltending, which was wild for me. But I guess that's what kind of happens when you have, you know, Freddie Anderson and you got who's in 88, you got Kevin Weeks is in 82. But then I think Catfish had 93 offense, 90 defense, 83 goaltending. And then I came out with an 87 offense, 88 defense, and 83 goaltending. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's 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 very interesting how that worked out in terms of the overall. So yeah, big shout out to Kane Stat. I told him like send me that roster because I want I want to play a sim of a playoffs with a fourteen playoff out of all of our teams to see who actually would win the Carolina Cup. Mm-hmm. So I might have to talk to him like, hey, can you send me those because I want to kind of run a simulation and see what happens. <laughs> Please send them to me. Please. But no, Kane Stat did an absolutely amazing job. Creating yeah. those for us and give us what the actual overalls look like and everything else like that. But I forget who said it. I think it was Alex or Moose. So I'm like, I cannot, or I think it was Eric. I can't vote for a roster that's got Jake Gardner in the Jake top four. Freaking Gardner. Let me just tell you what I open how eye opening it's been. So Grant and I have been playing the franchise mode on NHL 23, and it got to a point where 
two or three of our defensemen were injured, so we had to put him in on the roster oh and actually gosh. play with him. And seeing him back in a Canes jersey playing, even if it is a video game, it's just like it, it does. Who I is this I, man? I can't compute. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know. It's just very interesting the fact that like you look at the like you like the top three is very heavy, and the bottom three you're kind of like uh, I'm not sure. Like is a nut. Nothing against Colin's team. I mean, you look the, the fact I think Moose even said he, just for the fact that me, Colin a lot of his roster was guys he had to pick <laughs> off the fly because Catfish stole. How did he like, win? Because they're all second best in his mind. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I'm, and the fact that he took Jeff Daniels as a joke, he took Jared Stahl as a throwaway, and then he picked Max Domi. He's like, oh, he's a scratch. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like you got Alex Seven. Alex Seven did nothing for the Hurricanes. I'm sorry, but it's just uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you could say you could say a lot for the other rosters too. Your dad's. I mean, I mean, I don't really. My dad's was very top heavy. Yeah, it was. It was very top heavy. Goaltending. Goal I mean, you really can't. I don't know. It's. I don't know oh, no. if if we're talking about defense. That first pair, cool. That's that's, that's an that's, awesome first pair. That's that's all offense though. That is uh, a whole offensive first yeah first D pair. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, honestly, even looking at the second pair too. I mean, Pekinen's kind of eh, but it, like you're looking at an yeah. offensive of defenseman and D'Angelo. Yeah. And yeah. Then say what say looking... what you will. Say what you will. He is offensively. He's great. Like let let's call spade. I no, let's call spade a spade. Offensively, right. D'Angelo's good. We'll, we'll get, we'll he gets points, that. and that's exactly why my dad got him is for yeah. the points. But looking at the first line, <laughs> Aho, Colin, O'Neill, I really like the pick in Nieder, Niederreiter. Um, I like with the Eric, pick with Pacioretty. Eric Cole and Dougie Waite, that is a good second line. That I'm is like, a fantastic second line. I mean, even the third line's not bad either. You're still going to talk about Corey Stillman, who got the second most points in that cup team in the playoffs. You got you got the you're captain. talking about veteran players and Patretti and Jordan Stahl. Yeah, I mean you still got skinny, you still got KK and Shepard. I mean, that's not a bad fourth line either. It's mm-hmm. goaltending, unless people know about Martin Gerber, Martin is Gerber very... wasn't there long. Gerber wasn't there long. So I mean a lot of people could say goaltending kind of like, yeah, is a he... big gamble on his yeah. part. Yeah, Piotr, it's it's a solid picking in Piotr. If he, I guess if he started him, it might be a little bit better. But the fact he got him as a backup to Gerber, Gerber did carry the Kansas to the, to, into the playoffs. But unless you really watch those teams, Gerber wasn't here that long. Mm-mm. So I don't know. And then looking at your team, come on, you got Bates, you got Lindholm and Williams. That's not a bad. I think a lot of people are. I think because of the fact that it's Elias Lindholm, people are kind of like, eh, on that. I'm guessing since that's the first line center, I'm not sure. Martin Nietzsche's as a center isn't bad either. The fact I, I, wa- I wanted to give him his due diligence because he deserves to play center at least a few games this season. I mean, of course, <sighs> was, of course, you know, fancy duck boys really love the Martin pick. He got him next to Derek Ryan and Kevin Denise. <laughs> you got you got Ladd, Gerby, and Emerson. That fourth line is it's an interesting fourth line. Mm-hmm. With just how those guys are, because you got a really small Martin, you got a really small Nathan Gerby playing center with with Ladd and Emerson. I mean, but look at like that top deeper though, Slavin Hamilton. 
We've seen we, them before. We've seen I them was going to say, knocking hello, remember me? So Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, you know the, the Warrens love that pick, of course. You know, oh, yeah. they're, they're big Dougie people. Dougie! But, I mean, even Gleason and Commodore, we saw that in the 0506 Cup team. I mean, yep. how, can you, how can you not love the ginger fro of Kami and then you got Gleason? How do you yep. not like? How do you not like that? Even the fourth one, even the third pair, Ghost and Babchuck. Babchuck, it was it was a good, it was a it was an interesting but good pick. But you got Ghost there. We also had Ghost did as a third pair. D man, mm-hmm. it was good. I'm oh, sorry, Cam Ward. You got the Lock. Go- You got the gold goalie. <laughs> which, by the way, that photo of him and Piotr together, very nice. You love to see it. You you love to see Piotr the Great it. with Piotr the Great with the Hoff that is Cam mm-hmm. Ward. The future, I, I, or I guess Kane's Hoff. We'll go. As I was say, it is Kane's Hoff, but I still call him a Hoff because he's he's in the Kane's Hall of Fame. So we're gonna call it that. But, <laughs> but you got, call you, you it got, what it is. We got Morazic. I know people are like, uh, he's not really that great, but I mean, he did a lot for us in Carolina, though. So I mean, you mm-hmm. know, then, we're in the playoffs. Like, how can you not love that? Yeah. I know this is solely my my roster i they're probably not the best on paper i will admit that it's this is purely an energy roster it's definitely pretty i would say probably your defense is probably the biggest selling point for your team and the Mm -hmm. fact you got cam ward the offense it's very i think the first line is i would say it's kind of a top heavy lineup but i think it's a lot of it's a vibe roster more than anything else. It is absolutely a vibe roster, and I'm not mad at that. <laughs> no, you're not. Your scratches are very interesting because the way that Kovalenko, Sakura, and McBain, that's mm-hmm. a lot of like, okay. I don't yeah. know, because because you look at your dad's Rask, Versteeg, and Tanabi, that's not bad. The Rask did play for us well. Steger, you got to give him for the energy. Collins, though, Stahl, Domi, and Daniels. Ah, I <laughs> Jared, Jared didn't really play for the Kings a whole lot in mm-hmm. Domi. Okay, Domi had the had game seven against Boston. He put up a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then looking at my roster, I don't know. I mean I like Hedekin. I like Stalin Brindermore. Um I'm still mad at you for taking Sutter away from me. I I don't <laughs> like even for the scratches though. Like Riley Nash did play for he did play pretty well for us. I mean, in a short amount of time, he did have a his minus his plus minus was only minus thirteen. And he played them less games and still had a good number of points. Yeah. Toulouse Toulouse got his points. Like he did get over one hundred and ninety points with us. It's just unfortunate. It's just he was on bad hurt. Your list is like one of those things. Like one of your players gets injured, and you have like backups that you're good at good and relying on. Yeah, I mean, even Sandus Ogilvy, she was only on the team for one season, but he did play really well. So I mean, you got the seventh D man. You're not looking at other teams like, and like I'm not trying to throw shade, but it's just like Tanabi did play well. Colin doesn't have a D man on his scratch list. He's got no. Def- he's got six defensemen, and that's all he's rolling with. Your dad's got Tanabi. You got two defensemen. Like it's, it's just. I don't know. Like you said, it, and like looking at the goaltending, you got Archer's Urbe. The dude was solid for us for so long. Trevor Kidd. Just mm-hmm. his pads alone were absolutely fantastic. But talk yeah. about a vibe. 
Talk about a vibe. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, though. Foss, Brendan Moore, Jarvis. How can you not look at that second line and be like, that is a nasty second line that could be trouble, possibly? It, it's it's a gamble in Jarvis, though, too. Like, I mean, yeah, Jarvis good, but you're banking on veteran with rookie presence. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you, you gotta like is. hope that that's like something that'll sit and like ground Jarvis and. and so we, see, like, we, also got, we also got Jasper Foss too, so I mean it's right. I don't know. Which putting him on the left, I we we haven't really seen that. No, because I knew at some point because I had a lot. I had a lot of right wingers to be honest with you, like because mm-hmm. Shane Willis is also a right wing and fought. I had a lot of right wings because unfortunately, because I was trying to use hockey reference and they weren't putting like roster like they're putting they had brindamore or no no that was uh hockey db there was uh one thing that i was using that had brindamore listed as a winger he was like yeah so that's what's good what so after looking at i'm like i'm gonna play a lot of guys on their offside mostly luckily mostly the forwards but it's just i don't know like having foss on the left it kind of made sense with jarvey and brindamore because i think foss can do that i mean come on you got Steph Nason on that fourth line with Brandon Sutter and Patty Dwyer. I don't know how you say no to that fourth line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I get and check on the rose. You want to talk about vibes? <laughs> Just get the rose on that lineup with the vibes. Him with him with Shane Will him and Shane Willis on the wings. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. Congrats, like I said, congrats to Colin. I guess. Um, the percentages are so out there for me. I'm like, ah, uh, I I don't know. It is what it is, but you know, got gotta give props where prop is due. But yeah, but if you want to talk about props, let me tell you. If you want to pray some prop bets this year, we gotta talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Hey, here we go. Hey, that was a great segue. Do not give me anything to the contrary. All right, that was oh, solid. God. Just get on with the. <laughs> Uh, for new customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. If you're on the YouTube uh, YouTube version, you see it's in the bottom right-hand corner. If you're not, make sure to go use code THPN. Um, bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you're talking anything like you're figuring out prop bets of who's going to win the Stanley Cup, who's going to win a division, Anything else DraftKings has, please make sure to use that code at THPN because it helps us as the network, helps us as the show, let you let them know that you actually listen to us because, I mean, DraftKings is great. They're going to be with us for the whole season upcoming, so why not check them out? Uh, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinemat.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please pray responsibly. Please. Make sure to play responsibly, guys. Um, in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. 
cdraftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and stay specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire every seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game, opt-in required. Max bet is $50 on a 10-plus leg, leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Big uh, big shout out to DraftKings for being one of our sponsors the whole season. We're really looking forward to being with those guys for the whole year. Um, so please make sure to go check them out. And why not make a little extra money this year and, you know, play some interesting bets? Like I said, play responsibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one of the other topics I'm very interested I'm interested to talk about because it was part of our questions segment, but I kind of want to throw this in as its own little thing and not be part of our Ask the Surge. So Big Head Hockey put out which defensive core you would prefer or would you rather. There is one change I would do for the Hurricanes because they have it listed as Slavin Burns, Shea Pesci, Orlov D'Angelo. I would make a change. Swap Shane Orloff, put Chatty over D, over D'Angelo. And I know a lot of people are like, that's kind of tough. How do you take D'Angelo out if you give him 1.6? Chatfield did kind of earn us that spot. We're not saying D'Angelo is not going to play at all this year. He, I think there's going to be a huge rotation possibly depending on what teams are coming in. And, you know, they want to give guys ice time. So we're not saying it's just it's going to be Chatty all, the whole time over D'Angelo. It's right. just it's just an opening night thing. Obviously, guys are going to get their ice time. It all just depends on what Rod wants to do. And, of course, if there's any moves involved or anything like that. So, who really knows? I'm just saying, if you're going by a core of guys, I would put in Chaplin over to Angelo and then swap Shane Orloff. And then yeah. for the Avalanche, they got Taze McCarr, Byron Manson, Johnson, Gerard. I want to start with you, Bailey, because you're in Colorado. You are an Avs. Why don't we start with your opinion before I start getting into my stuff? <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to say I want to shout her out because she actually did bring it to our attention. I got to find her thing if Twitter is actually going to be uh, good for me real quick. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. So, it's Catherine Bartlett. Um, she sorry. is quite literally the exact opposite of me. Funny how that works, right? Like right. from Colorado, lives in Carolina. You did the uh, you did the exact opposite. It's mm-hmm. it's it's uncanny how that worked out. But she did bring it up. Um, you know, we did want to shout her out for it because she did bring it. We were already going to talk about it, but you know, her bringing it to our attention I was like, okay, we definitely got to shout her out a little bit for it. Right. For me, if you're talking which defensive core I would want to have, I would say, oh gosh, I hate doing. This. This is not a this is not bias. This is if you look at how the decor is set up, you gotta go with the hurricanes. Because you're talking about Jacob Slavin, one of the best defensive defensemen in the whole league. You, other people might say other defensemen, but I'm sorry, you really can't overlook Slavin. Doesn't take a lot of penalties. He, he like, he's basically shut down McDavid almost every single season. Like he is lights out. Should have already won a couple Norrises. He should have won back to back. Um Lady Bings. I don't see how you I don't know how you overlook Slavin. Burns just set the record for most points by a defenseman for the Hurricanes. And that's even with a slow start. You give him an actual full season where he's full go. He might hit 70. He hit low 60s. I wouldn't be surprised if he hit 70 or or maybe past 65. Mm-hmm. 
you brought in Orlov. He was probably the biggest defenseman free agent going into the, into the offseason. The Kings got him. Yeah, it's over $7 million, but you're only talking two seasons. You're not locking yourself up to a Tom Wilson deal where it's like, okay, what? You're only talking two years. It's only like a little over $7 million. You know, he's 31. It's a it's a right now it's a win now deal more than anything else. So who knows where he is in two seasons, right? Because we got a lot of other defensemen coming. Like everyone's talking about Nikishin and all these other guys we got. So I, gonna be good. He's he's already killing it over there in Russia. It's I'm not surprised. Be good. Uh, tw- they're saying 2025, which by then this contract would be over with. Orlov, so you take uh, Orlov, you bring in Nikishin. Okay, different. Okay, <laughs> there you go. But then you look at, you know, Pesci, Pesci and Shea. You know what you get. They're they, they're kind of a down year, but they they've been solid for the Canes. Chaffield did amazing for us his first full season. And then for me, for the Avalanche, you I'll, cannot sit here and say without bias that Kale McCart is not good. No, no, I'm not saying that he. What I was going to say was outside of Taze McCart and Byram is a very top heavy defense out those three make it so top heavy i just don't see manson johnson gerard making a case to where that they're better than our our third pair or our other top six defensemen i think it's i mccarr is phenomenal obviously you just got the cover congratulations in for getting angel 24 i'm i already got my game pre-ordered it's that's the game i mostly get now every year is nhl because it's it's hockey yep Devin Tays, he came out of nowhere. He's been. I, I'm a big Devin Tays guy. I think he's great. You put him in any. We, we talked about this. If you were to ever get a Colorado jersey, it would be Devon Taves. I would 100. I definitely would, and I, I wouldn't be upset about it. I mean, I'm starting to kind of collect jerseys from other teams too. You know, I got that I Ducks jersey, Zach. Kings. Or oh, Kings. No, wait. No, I'm thinking of the post you made about the the ice. That Kings jersey was dope too oh the oh the the ice is nice but i would say i do like the 30th anniversary jersey the anaheim ducks did put out of the old you know the the duck i don't know why i thought that you got that i i mean oh i i did enter for that contest to win the jersey (laughs) okay Okay. i mean i wouldn't even be upset again their um reverse retro of the of the actual my duck leather course in their current colors but i wouldn't be upset getting that one it would be zegris of course because birthday twin yeah. Um, the, but like I said, if I did get Colorado, it would be Taze because I like his game. I think he's really – he's basically the Colorado version of what Slavin is. So yeah. – and then Bowen Byron, he's still young. He's still good. Injuries kind of seems to be an issue with him. So I would say the Avalanche do have – they Call do it good. what it is, too. It's not just injuries. Man just can't – It like, he hits his head. He's done Yeah, for a while. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Poor I, kid. <laughs> Byram is kind of iffy for me. It's like I think Taze McCarr is so top heavy. I think that's where that's where I'm kind of at with. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Stormy is just being real. No, the the <laughs> I just sent you this in our. Uh, I just sent you this on Twitter. The Canes just dropped the tis the season photo. Oh God, it's so great. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah if, if, when this drops everyone knows what photo Wait, we're talking pumpkin about pumpkin spice it's, season technically start today 
No, it's already it's already a Dunkin' and it's already a Big B Coffee too. No, pumpkin uh, spice been out earlier this week, but it's still too hard for me to look at, pu- at pumpkin spice and be like, okay, yeah, it's 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 a hundred. It's been a hundred in the index down here for the last like two months straight. I ain't ready for that. I, I mean, I'm a big fall and winter guy, but yeah. now with now with this weather, man, it's a little too hot for my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's just I think Taze McCarr makes it a very top heavy defense. Byron, the, the, the jury's still out on him. I don't know about everyone else. I mean, what do you think? So the way that I went about this question is really just a matter of what are you looking at in a defense? Are you looking them to actually play a defensive game or are you looking for contributions elsewhere? Um, now, I, I will say that I don't know a whole lot about Orlov just yet. I'm still kind of doing my research, my due diligence on him. Right. But from what I know of the Hurricanes, the Hurricanes, as you know, as anybody who's at least watched them, like they are not really arguably the best defensive team in the NHL. Um, You've got that shutdown line. Really, I mean, Burns is very – he can be a little – helpful when it comes to offensive play you you did see he did break d'angelo's previously set record this past season um so that's a question of yeah you've got some offensive help there but you can't sit here and deny that he is also not bad on when coming back to the blue line as well um and defending our zone um when it comes to guys like mccarr like Byram, um, even even Taves at times. Um, you're looking at a defense who can do a lot of both. Right. Um, you're you're with the Hurricanes. You're looking at a mostly defensive core. You're not. You're looking at maybe a little bit of offense with Shea. Maybe Orlov can start to bring something. You're looking at something offensively with D'Angelo if he plays. That is a really, really big question mark for the Hurricanes. I, I, if D'Angelo is going to play, I think active. he's. I think I think he's going to play. They're going to. There's going to be a rotation at some point, especially with the roster having games they're playing every other day, depending on who's coming to town and who they're facing. It's going to be a lot of matchup yep. swapping. I feel like so it, it's really just a matter of are you looking to continue to be a defensively shut down team? Because mm-hmm. if you're looking for a defensive shutdown, Canes. All day, every day. But if you're looking for all around play, because that that's always the big question that comes up with when with our Kane or Kane's and Abs friends, like, okay, which defenseman is better, Jacob Slavin or Kale McCarr? I, it's kind of like I I don't want to sit sit here and say it's like comparing oranges and. Uh, Apples. What is it? Tangerines. Oh yeah. Cause it like they, they both are defensemen. They both know how to do their jobs. It's just yeah. like Kale McCarr is somebody who's looked at as an overall defenseman. Like if mm. you're looking at somebody to shut down the net and go and score a hell of a goal, I mean, Kale he, McCarr is my guy. I mean, he, he is a former Norris winner. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. So, I mean, you, you, it's, it's this, just, this it's, is where my argument comes in. It Again, it really depends on what you're wanting out of your defense. If you're wanting a defense that's going to go out there and not just do like handle defense, but they're going to handle everything, give me the abs defensive core. Yeah, you could say that, but can you really look at the bottom 
outside of the top, outside of Taze, Makar, and Byron, can you really look at the rest of that defensive core and be like, yeah, they can, they can do it? Manson is pretty. He can be pretty shut down too. He oh, he has on, some on. really good. He has a really really good transition game, which really really helps the abs out. Um. Manson is one of my favorite players to watch when I go to apps games and the hurricanes aren't there. I, I really enjoy watching Manson. Um, uh, Johnson. I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting, it's, it's very, I, I would love to get Christian from tell, uh, tell it as it is. I really want to get his opinion on, like, on that possible debate just because of how you look at that defense. For me, it's just like you look at it on paper, you're like, it looks so top the heavy. One, but- yeah, the one problem with that defense, I feel like, is Jack Johnson. Um, Gerard doesn't pose a problem to me, honestly. And she, I want to talk about gonna- this because one of my friends was talking with me about this earlier this week, and I can't steal his argument because he's using it for his podcast. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Byron's got to stay healthy. Byron has, Byron to has to stay healthy, but when healthy, dude is fantastic. Oh, he is. Dude, when healthy, he's fantastic. And I'm not pulling injury into this. I'm not. No, you're right, sitting here sure. and looking at these cores when healthy. It comes down to what you want out of your blue line. Right. Well, and we all know too that like the Kings defense every year is always top five. It's always. <sighs> It's tough. It's tough to pick, mm-hmm. like you said, like where you want to go with either one. For me, it's I, like I said, try to be non-biased. The apps have a stellar. De- I, you could put both of these teams as top five defenses, a hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, it, but, albeit, albeit it was a very slim uh, margin for them winning uh, the central. Yeah, but they did win their division for a reason. Yeah, uh, and the and the Kings basically outside of the de- the Devils, everyone thought well, they're going to run away with it. The Kings caught them, surpassed them, kind of held it down. It's mm-hmm. and even then the Kings kind of struggled too because after losing Svetch and that was a whole thing in itself. But I mean, we struggled, but we still made it further than yeah. some of those teams in the East. So. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a, <laughs> it's very tough, but I I like both. I I don't want call our call our friends or people who are ass fans take away that I I like the defense. Like I said, that's I think, why I'm I trying to be as non biased as possible. That's how that's how that's how I'm trying to do. <laughs> both these defenses are definitely they're both top five. It's just you look at it if you're just looking on paper and contributions. Like we know what the Kings can do defensively. They do have some offense to it. I mean, their whole defense led the entire. The defense led the league in scoring last year, as a whole. So, like you know, the Hurricanes can't score on the defense. And they like I said, you've, you've got guys like Burns, you've got a guy like Shea, you've got potentially a guy like D'Angelo, depending on his and, chemistry well, with and, his or, or his pair. Orlov. I think Orlov is like he in the last. I forget. I think last eight years. I think he's like thirteenth in points, in, in mean, even strength, in even strength points. Because that's what they talked about. Like he he was like top fifteen in even strength points. So like Orlov can he can put up some offense. You saw it in Washington. You kind of saw it in Boston. Like right. that's why a lot that's why a lot of teams are on this guy. So last year in uh, forty three games with the Capitals, he had nineteen points. Twenty three games with the Bruins, he had seventeen. 
So he can still put points up. Like I said, he can put, he is a very looking at these points though. It's mainly assists though. So which, I mean, he's a guy who's going to sit there and help get the puck up the ice. He's going to get it to the guys who know can put it in the back of the net. Right. That's right. still, yeah. Points. That's con- contribution. That's not so much offense as it is just playmaking and doing your job as a defenseman though. Well, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, so that is, that's definitely what the Canes want. They want more of a lot of transitions. Like I said, too, like I forget who I think it was the Canes or the NHL. They said he was like top 14, 15 in the league in terms of even straight points since like 2018 or something like that. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you're still getting a guy who can contribute in with the transition game and offense too. So. Right. Um, it'll be, it'll be very, very interesting. I guess I like, but I like both. Um, it's a, it's a very interesting debate for sure. Depending on like who would you rather take? So right. I said, try try to be non biased, but they're both good. It's right. just... it, it again, like I said, I and I I keep going back and forth in my head. Like I have to sit here and choose one today. You asked me to do that today. I don't think I could do it in the time that it's going to take for us to finish this podcast today because we have to end here in like six minutes anyway. But we, um, we, we do have some questions to go through too. So. I know. So, but that but that's what I'm saying is yeah. you give me maybe till next week. I could sit here and answer this question because I'll have some time to mull it over and weigh pros and cons. Figure out okay, what do I want out of my defense right now? I could not sit and answer that question. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we're going through the Ask the Search questions. Thank you to everyone who did, uh, did send us these questions. We're going to try to go through these as quickly as we can. Um, <laughs> Alex Warren did ask us which player is going to get in the first five of the year. Can we get a DraftKings prop bet on this? <laughs> um, well, as long as you use code THPN, you could make your prop bets on that. But, you know. Um, if I had to pick a player, Brandon Lemieux. Lemieux is a good pick. Um, I could personally make a case for, oh my gosh, who was I going to think of? Um, put my money on bunting. I can see that. I guess I could, I could probably see bunting. Maybe put my money on bunting. <laughs> Steph Nason, Tony D'Angelo. Nason. Uh, yeah. Uh, not so much Svetch, but yeah, I could definitely see like Lemieux. Svetch is going to sit there and pest around. I don't think he'll yeah. be one to get into a fight, especially first uh, game back. I don't, bunting, though, I don't know. I think Rod would kind of really rip into him. It was like, why are you like, you're our first line left wing? Mm. Like, why? Like, why? Like, why? But I know. can see it, though. I could see I, it. I, 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 could, I could definitely see it. Um, <laughs> Alex's other question, I have to bring this up just because it's hilarious. First it's, off, you spelled TikToks wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah there's no there's no c but you know come on man give, give alex a break he's trying um is cat too busy making tiktoks to even bother with the being on the pod <laughs> i did have to throw like i know like hey cat you want to take this one because <laughs> she is on vacation you know she deserves it you know it's mm-hmm. probably the only time of the year she really can take a break because once hockey season starts, what's vacations like? What's that? Right. What is a vacation? Especially when you're a season ticket holder. <laughs> Show off. Um, so this is from Shorzy. Uh, this is from, yeah, Casey Skater. But he goes by Shorzy takes, takes on the Canes part two. Which new acquisition from the offseason are you most excited to see play this season? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's new acquisition am I excited for? 
I'm actually kind of excited for Michael Bunting, to be honest, because I've seen him play. You know, he does he does get those greasy goals. He does get the – he's a body in front of the goal that we need. We saw it with Steph Nason a lot last year, especially on the power play. But you get, like, a guy like Bunting on that first line with Ajo and Jarvis, there's a lot of creation right there. And he's a good playmaker. You know, he did play with Matthews for a good bit last year. Did draw the second most penalties out of the entire league. Yes, he did take a lot of penalties. I think he got over 100 penalty minutes last year. But he does draw a lot of penalties, too. And I'm really excited. I mean, we got him for four years. So mm-hmm. we're getting used to Michael Bunting, and I'm not upset about it. So I'm really excited for his game. Like I said, net front presence. He has scored over Wait, 20 four goals. years. I'm only seeing three on Cap Friendly. Oh, sorry, three. I thought I yeah. thought we had before. Sorry. It's early. <laughs> I'm trying my best here. You um, have no excuse. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've been up since 530 this morning, so actually I can't make that excuse. Um, <laughs> but – I would say Michael. I'm really excited for Michael Bunting. I think that'd be my pick for the recent, this most recent acquisition for this uh, postseason or this it's, off season. It's between Bunting and Orlov for me. Um, I think my bigger, um, my bigger, or my my eyes are more drawn to Orlov than Bunting. Um, just to That's kind fair. of see, because um, we we did in talking about our defense uh, conversation, um, the fact that he is a big playmaker. Um, I'm interested to see how eventually he kind of starts to draw into the lineup, because right. I don't think you're paying a guy 7.75 to play third pair minutes. No, it's no, it's, it's, um, it's, it's he's we, definitely going to play second pair, but 100%, we're yeah. also breaking up that pairing in uh, Pesci and Shay in the meantime. So it's a matter of, okay, how is the chemistry going to kind of shake out? How does this guy kind of pair well with uh, or Brent Burt or Brett Pesci? Jeez, I cannot talk this morning. Um, how does he pair with Brett Pesci? Um, how does that yeah. kind of work out on the ice um, in the long run? Because um, you also got to kind of think about this too, is one of one or both of our second former second pair defensemen are likely getting traded by the trade deadline. Um, yeah. Yeah. So cause... that's something to keep in mind too, with all of these deals kind of coming in. Yeah, um, so I, I'm interested to see what Orlov does with his playmaking. I'm interested to see if there's any offensive generation to come out there, come out of that. How competent is he in our zone defending? Um, how many mistakes, defensive breakdowns does he cause? Mm-hmm. Um, it, where what kind of comes out of that? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, because like you said, uh, Pesci and Shea both over making four. I know Shea's making almost five. It'll be very interesting to see how that works out. I'm hoping they keep Pesci, but they keep Shea too. I mean, it all really depends on how that works out, so I don't know. I think we keep one of them. I don't think we keep both. No. Now with all the other guys we got right now and then, because we also got Caleb Jones, brought D'Angelo back. You know, you got Nikishin coming in a couple years. Caleb Jones was an interesting acquisition for me. Definitely. I think it's a lot more death up. I mean, for how much we're giving them, it's it's a death pick. Depth pick because like there's no say death pick. Depth (laughs) pick. It's it's early. Um, with the fact that there's no AHL team, I think they're trying to stock up on a lot more players just because we can have 23. I think they're Mm -hmm. trying to pick up extra extra bodies. Um, From MTB 1002 or Mary B, 
If you had unlimited funds, what would be your ideal food drink situation during a game inside PNC? I'll let you take this one first. <sighs> to be honest, obviously getting a storm brew. I mean, obviously. Okay. I have to I have to get a storm brew. I know there's a lot of other drinks there, but if I'm going to a Canes game, I got to have myself a Canes beer cuz we don't get that down here in South Carolina, so I kind of have to <laughs> I have to get it. We I, need to start like a ticker with how much we talk about like not having access to storm brews. Oh, I know what I'm going to be up there on Sunday for the courage game. I'm paying, I'm bringing a 12 pack back with me because that's the only time I can get it's when I'm in North Carolina. <laughs> um, food wise, the thing is, I don't really get a whole lot. I get kind of what I know what I'm getting. All right, what would you get? What, what so would you get? The first question is do they have cheer wine at PNC? Yes, I believe so. I'm not sure. If that's the case, this is this is the problem with this question, Mary. I love you, but we're not at PNC enough to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, that's, I wish, that's I wish the one problem for me is I haven't been to PNC in it, like outside of the Hall of Fame game that I was yeah. at. I hadn't been to PNC since uh, January of 2020. Yeah. Um, and then before that, it was a while. Yeah, um, like for so me was, for, yeah, for, yeah, for me, it was like 2021 of like the Montreal game that I got free tickets from Brad. And then after that was like opening night last year. Mm-hmm. I think like, that's, so, that's a, and then it's a Hall I, of Fame game. That's a, like, that's, that's a, that's a big stretch of life. my, anytime <laughs> I go to games where, regardless of where it might be, I will say this last time that I was at PNC, they had this barbecue kind of stand. Um, right outside of my section. So I ended up getting barbecue nachos, which were fantastic, I will say. But that just goes to show my go-to when I go to games is a fountain drink of some kind. If they have cheer wine at PNC, that's absolutely what I'm getting because I used to get it all the time at Cookout. And I don't remember if they had it at PNC or not. Um, Nachos, whether it's just like kind of classic like tortilla chips, cheese and jalapenos or whether it's like just kind of a like catered thing there at PNC, get the nachos and then a little tradition of my dad and I is at any time we would go to Hurricanes games uh, during the second intermission, we would go and get Dippin' Dots. So. Okay, so I, so I actually am looking over the PNC Arena thing right now, and I'm kind of glad I did. Cause I actually, so, the, okay, so these are the – they do have Shake Shack outside 123, uh, Buena Papa, which is at 301. They got Buffalo Brothers at 114 and 318. It's Pizza and Wings. Primo Hoagies outside 329. I really want to go try the candy jar because I heard that was supposed to be pretty good at 105. PDQ, North Carolina Barbecue Company. They got that on like four other sections. Uh, Trace Tacos, Wicked Weed Brewing, More Beer, um, The Sausage Stop, wherever that is. So if I – oh, uh, Sinfully Cinnamon? Cinnamon? Oh, uh, I've heard of that place. Oh, uh, The Twisted Waffle. The that Twisted place is fantastic. I, I, I haven't had that. I might need to try it because I did well, – I want to get I want to get that for the for the uh, hurricanes helmet with the ice cream and that because mm-hmm. I need to get, I need to give me one of those uh, and then they get when the you get dots. one get me one too send it <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we all go to the Avs game in February we'll make sure we do that oh they also have yeah. raising this they also have raising the stake out of outside of one twenty three okay, okay so if I, all right so if I'm actually so no funds food and drink situation okay obviously getting something myself a storm brew hundred percent I would probably get PDQ. 
um, or or barbecue out of the North Carolina Barbecue Company. Okay. Um, and, and then twisted waffle just because I want to get myself some ice cream out of a hurricane helmet so I can bring it back with right. So yeah. I, I, Shake Shack wouldn't be a bad option either. Mm-mm. So I'm just not like for me personally, like I'm just like I'm a classic concession stand kind of person anyway. So like Pizza, I nachos, hardly stuff like that, yeah, yeah. So I hardly ever like look at the like fancy flashy stuff when going to arenas. Like they have some of that at Ball Arena when I go, right? And it's yeah. it, like not. I don't know. I'm just not as drawn to it as I am of like normal concession food, like the barbecue nacho plate that I got at PNC when I was there for the Hall of Fame game was like the most outwardly I've gone for. I didn't didn't know they had it, to be honest. I just got normal nachos. I might have to try the amount of time I waited in that line. And Dustin, if you're listening to this, can sit and vouch for me because he's had or he had a, a extra flag for me. Uh, to bring back for catfish the amount of time i sat and waited in that line for those freaking nachos because something was happening behind the stand and i have no idea what it was but like the amount of time i waited for that nachos those nachos i have had better barbecue i will never wait in that line again (laughs) yeah no yeah that yeah because that's the thing because i didn't because some of those places because like we have a pd you want if I had to pick something that I can't get here, it'd probably be, I would do, I would go get Shake Shack. Cause the only other time I've had it was New York. The fact they got it at the arena. Sure. I'll probably get that. Then if I'm picking something off the board, because mm-hmm. we have PDQs down here. Yep. Shake Shack. I'd probably get Carolina barbecue. I probably would get it. All, it, it all just depends, but definitely twisted waffle just because of the ice cream and the helmet. hundred percent. Twisted waffles. Fantastic. I haven't had that. I definitely need to try that. Like I said, probably the North Carolina barbecue or Shake Shack are probably be my go-tos. Now with the renovations, I'm really curious to see what the renovations are going to bring us. And then ask us in a couple, ask us when the reservate when when the renovations are done. I'll give you a different answer to that question. But yeah, yeah, I hope that answers your question, Mary. Yeah, cheer one for sure because you know who doesn't like a good. It's cheer freaking wine? North Carolina, man. Yeah, if it the- if I can't have cheer wine, give me a Pepsi. Okay, that's interesting all I will say. Interesting choice. Yeah, hey, either- North Carolina brands. Yeah, that's North true. North Carolina brands. Yeah. Hey, North Carolina brands, Storm Brew. So that I so that that probably be my two drink choices, either Cheerwine or that. That's what I would go with. Um. Okay. So this was an, so from Moose. I'm just looking at how he's replied to and Moose's reply to that. Well, wait, oh, which one, which one? No, no. Can I read this then? Sure. So Moose asks, in honor of Martin o- being Martin Oak Days away. <laughs> so this was yesterday. Um, yeah. In honor of Martin Oak Days away from Kane's hockey, how many points do you think he'll have this year? Howie went ahead and answered <laughs> his answer and saying, I can answer that. 48. Moose goes, I meant the whole season, not just until the all-star break, break buddy. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, uh, You know what? I... I kind of need to. I want to see where his points were last year. I know. I'm pulling that up right now. So he had 34 points last year. Okay. Um. For me, given that he has a similar season to last season, um, if you can, if you could sit here and guarantee me that he'll have a, a like play similarly 
be as aggressive and net front as he was last season, which be he, he popped off. Be, yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> um, if you can sit here and guarantee me that he will play the same way. Um, give me, you know what? Give me, give me 42 points. Give me 42. Okay. Yeah, for me, I was going to say the same thing. If you keep him with the third line the whole season, because we saw a lot last year, like Rod started breaking the lines about the last fetch, trying to find a spark. If everyone, knock on wood, stays healthy, or you know, we don't see a whole lot of roster flipping around like we usually do with Rod, I would if he stays with that third line all season, I could definitely see. I could probably see forty points between thirty-eight and forty. I think I guess where I could see Jordan finishing out the season. So, which mm-hmm. would be bad. It's, it's it's another career year for him. So I can see it happening. Okay, so uh, from Ed Duncan, this is our last question. I know, Bailey, I know we're kind of running over a little bit. Sorry about that. Um, Ed Duncan did ask, we are new season ticket members in 328 this year. Congratulations. Congrats. Um, I hear that that section has some history. What's the scoop and what other sections are a thing? In terms of other sections that are a thing, I don't know if there's any other section that's really a thing. It's 328 is its own thing. So I thought, or I, I kind of had this uh, similar thought to it sounds like you when kind of looking at this and saying that I'm not really equipped to handle this question just because I don't know too, too much about section 328. So I ended up quote tweeting it to get some help from Kane's Twitter. You guys definitely showed up. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, few different people uh, kind of answered here. Paul Lawson, great friend of the pod, met him at the, or while I was out in Raleigh last February. Um, apparently it like, I, I have heard some mixed things in mm-hmm. saying that the regular uh, season ticket members that are there have been there for years, like mm-hmm. for, for like since the dark ages. Yeah. Um, so they, they know what this team has been through, what they've gone through to get to this point. They are diehard fans. They are fans who have been there for a long time. Um, they're fans who maybe some are quiet, some are, it, like some are loud some can, it, apparently that section can get really really loud on a good game day um yeah. they're the reason that we have the cheaters never win chant yeah um they are um yeah that was from a uh, camera karen caniac she uh yep the uh, cheaters oh. never win chant be prepared yep. for loud fun um everybody there at least the regulars over there are super friendly um so and they they did have a, they did have a podcast for a while they did yep um, um Alex gives his two cents and saying uh what happened in section three twenty eight stays in section three twenty eight um so yeah the yeah Moose and I've heard that as well they also have a great podcast um yeah Mister Work Rate uh so Tom uh mm. another friend around Kane's Twitter um little loud at times but you know hockey game no fights uh family friendly at least the stm regulars are overall good time except the wave never the wave never the wave uh jules even said kazoos um so there there's yeah so there's kazoos over there um yeah i mean and then where's it yeah um 
from what I've some from what I've seen, like I said, Paul Lawson put it perfectly. Uh, you know, awesome people over there. Um, you know, tailgating it gets is a really it's a really huge like they do a really good job with the tailgates. Uh, really friendly, welcome. They're very welcoming. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I guess it's just taken as. I don't know. I, I guess just kind of take it as you will type thing. It's from what I hear, it's because even permanent vacation, um, uh, JT guarantee. All I know is that you'll have a blast if you like having fun. Yep. So it sounds like you're going to have a good time in 328. Like I've known about Section 328 just because of their podcast. Um, and just seeing, you know, I think they had a, oh, I think when Jillian Fisher, she, did a lot of video YouTube videos or videos like on Twitter of, you know, sketches. She does. I think she's worked with sports that for a little bit too. She came down to Carolina to tailgate. I think they did like a Jaeger. I guess they were there tailgating one game. They all did Jaeger shots. Mm-hmm. So um, it sounds like they're a great group. Fun to hang out with, I guess, like I said, be, be ready for loud, you know, but no, I've never heard anything negative. Like there's no fights. There's no nothing. It's just, you know, they're very passionate. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like they take care of their own too. So yep. I guess you, I just it, go into it with, Hey, I'm going to have a lot of fun. And then I guess just go from there. See how, Cause it's different for everyone. We can't say, Oh, this great, you know, this group is great or this group's not so great or stuff like that. I think it's a lot of, you just kind of have to take it as you will. And just you know, see what you think because it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people like to do their own thing. Some people like being part of a group. I don't know. I can't really yep. say like I have nothing negative to say about them. From what I've heard, it's all been good. So yeah. I guess just kind of just go at it at your own pace and just see how you feel about it and just have fun. That's like really, you're going to a Canes game. Have fun, enjoy it. You know, interact how you want. I mean, that's all. I, that's all I can really say about it. I know Bailey, you said you're kind of. I am not equipped to handle that question on my own, which is why I quote tweeted it. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's why I kind of. That's why I kind of let Kane's Twitter kind of answer that for us, and we'll just kind of repeat the answer. Like we'll repeat what they say for those who don't know. But echo yeah. it. We will yeah. echo it. Yes, exactly. So we're, we'll echo that question. Like I said, we if we went to more games, I would probably give you more of a better answer to that. But I'll just echo what Paul Lawson, Alex. Um, you know, allow what everyone else said. Just if anyone else has anything to add, by the way, as well, I know uh, the person sending in this question would be really, really uh, appreciative of all any kind of feedback. Um, yeah. So, if there's anything we didn't cover about the section or surrounding sections that have kind of a, I guess, reputation of sorts, whether good or bad, um, be sure to go find that in the questions comment uh, on the Ask the Surge uh, question post on Twitter. Um, and be sure to give him your two cents as well. Yeah. In, in terms of other sections, I've heard nothing. Really, 320 is probably the most known section out of out of the arena. That's all. You, I really, I've, I've never heard of any other ones that pr- did anything, to be honest. It's, yeah. All right. So uh, real quick, we got to talk about, if you're talking about listening to podcasts or just listening to music in general, we do have another great sponsor for you guys to check out. Um, if you're not going on vacation, you know, so we're getting closer to the end of summer. You know, hockey season is almost starting up. If you're maybe going on some, if you have to commute to work or you're going to the gym and stuff like that, um, I would definitely recommend you have to go check out Raycon. For me, 
I like going to listen to like certain artists, listen to other, you know, my other cans podcasts or listen to audiobooks and stuff like that. And for me, using my Raycons is absolutely amazing. There's there's so much going on all summer or you know, going into the regular season. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or stay calm with some guided meditations or you know, helping your commutes go a lot smoother or stuff like that, or just anything in general. Um let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen to anything you really want to. Use the earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation and awareness mode. Raycon have 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycon comes with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. The SearchCast listeners can get 15% off the Raycon at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's raycon.com slash THPN to save 15% off on Raycons. Like I said, buyraycon.com slash THPN. And then, of course, you know, we can't not talk about our amazing OG sponsors as Primax Hockey. If you use the code SearchCast at checkout at PrimoXHockey.com, you get our Sebastian Ajo 20% off discount. If you're looking for anything outdoors or indoors for hockey, skate protectors, blades, uh, outdoor pucks, balls, laces, all that stuff. I know Bailey said in the last show you said that they have a BOGO going on um, for laces. Make sure to check that out. Uh, If you're looking for merch, we got koozies, flags, hats, all that good stuff. They're really great. Uh, if you want to check them out at their store, 1411 Diggs Drive, 10 minutes from the arena, go check out their warehouse and their little store they got right next to it. Great group. Go tell them that you listen to our show and use the code SearchCast at their store. They'll be able to help you with that, that out as well. They do skate sharpings for $5. I know a lot of people are going back into club hockey to start the year for your kids, or if you go and just play beer league, go use your skate sharpening. Why not? Um and they, if you're looking for online orders that you can't make it to the store, they do free they do free shipping across the United States. So make sure to use that as well. PrimoXHockey.com. Use code SearchCast for 20% off. Helps us. Helps them because why not support local as well? Helps us. Helps them help you. So Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Bailey, uh, where can people find you in the podcast? I'm going to make this quick because I have to go. Uh, follow me over on Twitter at uh, Bailey Curtis with two eyes. Follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Follow my uh, Field Pass Eagles coverage over on Twitter at FPH Eagles. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, go follow the podcast at The Surgecast. There's a link tree in our bios over there. And if you're watching on YouTube, hi, hello, hit that subscribe button. Comment down below. Let us know what you thought of the episode, what you thought of some of the questions we answered. Uh, hit that bell notification icon so you never miss an episode. Be sure to like the video. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Uh, for Kat, make sure to check her out at uh, Kenny and Chick on Twitter and at KBT174 on TikTok and on Instagram. Uh, real quick, got to shout out the amazing network, THPN. Go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Check out the blogs, check out the store, and you can check out all the other amazing podcasts on the network. We have shows for every team. Go check that out. We even got originals too with Terry Ryan and a whole bunch of other stuff. So make sure you go check them out. Really great group over there. Like I said, hockeypodcastnetwork.com. And make sure you use all the THPN codes for Raycon and DraftKings. 
Um, if you want to, li- if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at one true Zach. That's only true Zach. It's spelled out. It's not the number one itself. Instagram Zach R Martin 22. A lot more of the hobby stuff. Uh, also for my writing, FPH Swamp Rabbits uh, over on Twitter. Yes, we can find a lot of my articles over there. I even got a link to my actual author's page on that website on my personal Twitter if you want to go check that out. Um, Yeah, so just covering the Swamp Rabbits over there. And, yeah, so until probably next week when we have our uh, guest joining us, we're not going to say who yet. We're going to have to find out on Sunday. But that will be for Episode 10. But until then for next week, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we'll see you here next time. Bye.